you are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As we continue to look ahead to the 2021 Big Ten football season, today's discussion is overs and unders for the Big Ten team win totals for this upcoming college football season. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Monday, June 7th, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Visit rockauto.com and tell them the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. Nothing like the jingle to get going on this new week of Locked On Big Ten. And as you can see here, if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're listening across whatever podcast platform, it is a Ben and Ben show. Ben Kenny, the host of Locked On Badgers, joins me as my guest today to look at some overs and some unders for the 14 Big Ten football programs that we like heading into this next year in 2021. And if you're also watching, you can see we're a couple of backward hat Bens right now because Ben Kenny came on. He had his hat on backwards. I saw that. I flipped my hat around. We're a couple of backward hat guys right now. Colin Coward probably rolling over. Ben Kenny, <laughs> great to have you here. So you took my bit. Yeah, no, yeah. it's because summer, summer's big back. So when yeah. I get when I get the color in all my face, I burn very easily. I don't know if, yeah. if it's very visible. Um, but the, the tan right. line from the from the thing becomes kind of massive. But yeah, listen, summer's back. The hat turns around, you know. Summer is big B1G as in uh, the Big Ten logo back. Yeah, yeah. We are very much back. And in this summer now, as we are in the month of June, we continue to look ahead to the 2021 college football season. And I know here on this Locked On Big Ten podcast, we have talked a lot about team win totals for the Big Ten Conference for this upcoming season. But how else do you want us to encapsulate everything across the entire conference except on focusing on the team win totals provided to us by Bet Online? So that, again, is our focus. And we will have some fun with creative ways of talking about those team win totals to find the best previews for you heading into this next Big Ten football season. So, Ben Kenny, the idea today is taking a team that we think has a good shot of going over their posted team win total and a team we think more than likely will go under their team win total that is posted right now at Bet Online. So, I think we start with the fun times with a couple of teams that we like to go over their posted team win total for this upcoming football season. Who was a team from the Big Ten Conference, either the East or West Division, that draws out to you? Well, first I have to say, like, have we completely scrapped your over-unders? Well, do you want to know how close they were? Because I had a couple that were pretty spot on. Specifically in the Big Ten West, there was yeah, three, three of the seven that were spot on. One of those being the Wisconsin Badgers, the team that you cover on a daily basis for this wonderful podcast network. One of the co-hosts of Locked On Badgers with our good friend Asher Lowe. So I had that at nine and a half. Bet Online also had that at nine and a half. So I'm a pretty good bookmaker, if we're being honest. That well, it also happens to be the team I'm going to talk about here. And and oh, you okay. can call me a homer. You can as oh. a Wisconsin guy coming on locked on Big Ten to just toot the Badgers' horn about how good they're going to be this year. But I'm sky high on this football team. Mm. I've I've talked about it a lot throughout the offseason. Aside from what's happening on the field with the team, their schedule lays out well. They yep. and their over under is nine and a half. Correct. Yes, yes, it is. Um, they avoid Ohio State. They get their big crossover games with Penn State and Michigan at home in front mm-hmm. of what will hopefully be a full stadium. And kind of every year you look at it, well, they have to get Iowa at home. Their, their right. toughest road test will be on the road at Minnesota. Now, they do play yes. Notre Dame in a neutral setting, but Wisconsin fans travel well. Pretty much any year for the Badgers, you avoid Ohio State. 
you like how the schedule lines up. At this point, and and from all that I've seen, I'm pretty sure that they're going to be, now entering the season before things change, favored in every game. Where you're, they're three-point or three-and-a-half-point favorites against Notre Dame. I think same deal with Michigan, same deal with Penn State. So they have – now that doesn't mean they're going to win every game, but they have a clear advantage in every game going into the year before things inevitably change with the lines. When I look at the schedule as a whole, I see them going 10-2 and two with those two losses, one of which coming to either Penn State or Michigan. I think both of those games – will be pretty much toss-ups at this point until we learn mm -hmm. more about how the teams look. And then Notre Dame or Iowa, I see them dropping one of those two. When you look at the schedule as a whole, they'll, they'll be the heavily favored in, in several of the games. Notre Dame is a tough crossover, but I don't think Notre Dame is going to be at the level they were last year when they were in the college football playoff. And the Badgers on the field are really, really deep, pretty much everywhere on both sides of the football. They're talented, they're deep. So even if you see a key guy or two go down, they have the young talent and the depth pretty much all across the field for someone to fill in and have a seamless transition. And Ches Malusi, who they landed last week at running back, I am pumped about. I have seen a lot of Ches Malusi talk on Twitter, mainly coming from the Twitter account at Ben Z Kenny. So I know you are very excited by that. I was trying to hunt down the opening line for that week one matchup between Penn State and Wisconsin. I could not find it, but I agree with you. I think Wisconsin on paper right now, when you look at the first four games of their regular season, they will be favored against Penn State because that game is in Camp Randall. They will be favored, obviously, against Eastern Michigan. They are favored right now across many places against Notre Dame, and I think they will be favored against Michigan. I think, Ben, there's a good chance, and we talked about this the last time you were on this show, that if for some reason they start off 4-0, the path is there. And I know it's crazy and it's going to be very difficult to do. And when you're playing within your own conference, there's, of course, a couple of games that can trip you up. But if they were to start 4-0, there is a path there for the Wisconsin Badgers to be an unbeaten football team in 2021. So I agree with you. I think 9.5 is a fair total. I understand it. But I think they go over. I think getting 10 wins is the most likely outcome. I think 9 would be the second most likely. And then I would think 11 is the third most likely, much more so than Wisconsin finishing around eight and four this upcoming year. Yeah, I see. I, I saw on one of the online books, Wisconsin is three and a half point favorites. Week one against Penn State, three mm -hmm. against Notre Dame, seven and a half against Michigan, and 10 against Purdue. Those were the only yeah. ones that were released. Um, but that tells you how Vegas sees the team. And right. I, this always happens. You go into a year, some teams are better than you expect, some are worse. But Vegas is really high on the team. And if they're favored in every game, the odds tell you, and even though the over-under is at nine and a half, the odds tell you they have a good chance to go over. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. And that's definitely a book saying, especially when you look at some of the juice like we've talked about on this show, Wisconsin's juice to go under right now, that selection you can have on bet online of their team win total of nine and a half is minus 140. So that's the book saying we expect a lot of bets to come in here, take the over on that. But I think you would get plus money to Wisconsin's over right now on bet online. You better take that and cash that ticket or at least have that ticket locked and loaded that I think you will cash at some point this season. Remind me, Ben, where is the game between Notre Dame and Wisconsin week number four? Lambeau? At, at Soldier Field in Chicago. Soldier. I see. So, I was thinking Wrigley, but I think Wrigley's Purdue and Notre Dame later in the year. Wrigley was supposed to be Wisconsin Northwestern last year, and that didn't right. happen, and that sucks. They were also supposed to play at Lambeau, Notre Dame and Wisconsin last year, because that's okay. like Wisconsin's technical home game, 
while Soldier yeah. Field is Notre Dame's technical home game. The Lambo game is getting rescheduled, though, which is exciting. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's at Soldier Field, which I, I think is pretty much equidistant between Madison um, and, and Notre Dame. And I think that'll yeah. be a 50-50 crowd uh, to watch one of the best quarterbacks to play in the Big Ten um, play against Wisconsin. I was going to say, I was going to ask for our Jack Cohn update here. I was going to throw how he progresses heading in to summer workouts for Notre Dame. But to your point about the crowd that we will most likely see week four at Soldier Field, two very heavy alumni bases from both Wisconsin yeah. and Notre Dame in Chicago as well. So I expect that game to be jam packed with people and it will probably be a pretty even split. So give me the Jack Cohn update right now. Is he most likely going to be the starter when we get to week number four for the Fighting Irish? I haven't seen any news about that, but I did yeah. watch his film from the spring game, and I will say he made some really impressive plays. Now that this is a spring game, they weren't allowed right. to sack him. You know, not everyone's at a hundred percent. He made some really impressive throws. He really struggled when they got into the red zone, couldn't punch it in. But that'll come with more time with the receivers. But I did love, I, I love what I saw, and I love how they were using him uh, in their offensive scheme. I can't really say if I think he'll start or not because that's just up to the coach. But if he doesn't right. start, I, I'm discrediting Brian Kelly forever. I agree. And I think that would be a huge knock to Brian Kelly, not the past times that he has had struggling when he gets to the college football playoff with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So another day, another episode about Big Ten team win totals. A team that's not in the Big Ten Conference, Caltech. But Caltech, a very smart school, and Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients, Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry, ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA dollars to purchase Lucy now. That's FSA cards for purchasing Lucy. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes un plug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down pat. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, like I mentioned, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on College Network listeners, take note right now. Go to Lucy, L-U-C-Y dot C-O and use promo code Locked on College. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N college to get 20% off all your products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy, L-U-C-Y dot C-O and use promo code Locked on College at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, Lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code Locked On College. You know who I'll always take the over on? That's rockauto.com and the convenient self-service you can receive at Rock Auto because it's a family-run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low in the same 
campaign for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. When you're there, write Locked On, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you here from the Locked On Podcast Network. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, two times for the jingle. You should have seen, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, you have seen Ben Kenny's face when I was singing the jingle. It brought him joy. It brings me joy. I hope it brings you joy on this Monday. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto, rockauto.com. So Ben gave you his over. Now I give you my over. I am also named Ben. That's how it works here on the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. So you gave your over for Wisconsin at nine and a half. I agree with you. My over is one that might ruffle some feathers or might leave people a little bit skeptical of what I have to say. But Bet Online set the Michigan State Spartans at four and a half. I think there is a very good chance they go over. I think there is a good chance they go over by a game and a half or possibly two and a half games because I believe Sparty will be bowl eligible this year in 2021 with a potential, Ben Kenny, to win seven games in the 2021 Big Ten football season because of the idea this roster has been redoctored. Mel Tucker is a guy that believes in the transfer portal. He takes a business-like approach. When he came from Colorado, he was known as a great recruiter. He'd only been a head coach at Colorado for one year. But when he came to Michigan State, what was backing him up was his ability to recruit and to be innovative. And Mel Tucker has really established something in his recruiting department to look at the transfer portal and treat it as we are updating and emerging in this time of college athletics with a business-like approach. Okay, we have our guys here. If you don't like the systems we run, you think you can be a better fit somewhere else, best of luck to you, kid. Have a good time. But we're also going to attack the transfer portal to bring in the best talent that we can. And I think we are seeing that play out in front of our eyes with Michigan State reloading that offense with Anthony Russo, the transfer for Temple, Temple most likely Temple their quarterback legend. coming up. Temple legend right there. You know Temple him. Legend. And more importantly than that, Kenneth Walker the third the transfer yeah. running back from Wake Forest, who was a stud in the ACC, who Wisconsin fans know well because of the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. Kenneth Walker the third, I think, will come in and make an immediate impact for that Michigan State team. And talking with our guys, Will Hunter and Matt Sheehan, the co-hosts of Locked On Spartans, Will's a very pragmatic guy. He never gets too high, he never gets too low. He'll shoot <laughs> you pretty straight. And he tells me straight up, he's like, listen, this team from a year ago was awful. But this team now is a roster that is full of talent, more accustomed to what we have seen in East Lansing over the past decade. He even went as far to say, my work D'Antonio treated it like a mom and pop shop, like Jolly Gee, here we go. But Mel Tucker has an approach of like, this is an NFL type system. We can recruit with the best in the Big Ten to make this roster that talented. So I think when you set Michigan State at four and a half, I think there's a really good chance they go over. And in my estimation, I think it could be by a game and a half. Mm, wow. It's, it's been a tough week on Locked On Badgers uh, in terms of the Spartans, right. with Saeed Khalif leaving and taking a job there. Um, so I can't really argue. recruiting department. Yeah, no, they, like that that move is going to pay higher dividends than than anyone will imagine for that program. Like going yeah. forward, that that's a move that cements, like, that pretty much for Tucker, that's a move that continues his ascension. Where, where without him, he'll probably do well, but with Saeed Khalif there, and and his skills in recruiting that's huge for for their future so it's it's been uh in madison i'm sorry i didn't mean to bring that up to like drive yeah, a knife okay. even deeper by any means but i just think michigan state who also has some great talent at wide receiver with some freshmen last year that gained experience and are now back and now you have anthony russo a competent quarterback who can get them the ball matched with what they will have in the backfield with kenneth walker the third i think this is a team that really could surprise some people it wasn't too long ago that Michigan State was competing for the top spot in the Big Ten East. I think they had the talent to be better than they were last year. 
obviously to be better than a two and five season in year number zero of a new head coach in the weirdest year we have ever seen is not a huge bar to climb. But I do believe that Michigan State has a chance of going over their team win total set by bet online at four and a half. And I think it could be pretty substantial. I have a takeout on Twitter. You can see it. It was a random Tuesday afternoon in May where I said, I think Michigan State will win seven football games this upcoming year. I stand by that. I double down here saying they go over their total of four and a half. So Ben Kenny, those are our overs for what we like in the 2021 Big Ten football season as they were set on the team win total side from Ben Online. Is there a team you focus on that you think more than likely will go under the total that has been set? Yes, and I think this not necessarily because about their team and their roster, but about hmm. the outlook, everyone's outlook towards them. Um, Iowa, the the hmm. over under is set at eight, and I I mean I would take a push slash an eight under. and a half. Eight and a half. No, oh, it's at eight and a half. Okay, then it I would is, yes. I, I would take the under. It's about two things for me. Number Please. one, the schedule. They have crossover games against Indiana and Penn State, who I consider to be two of the best three teams in the Big Ten East. I a lot of people are sleeping on Indiana. Like I feel like not as many people are talking about them as 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 they should. Hmm. But the second the second biggest thing for me is I'm not sold on Spencer Petrus. And hmm. while last year could end up being a growing year for him, where where he takes that experience and kind of like Graham Mertz, he takes that experience, the struggles, builds on it, and improves. You're talking about a 57% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, five interceptions. And I just remember when when Iowa boat raced Wisconsin last year. Like he yeah. he made some impressive throws to Amir Smith-Marset, who's an absolute beast. But there were a couple of throws that were just mind-bogglingly inaccurate and, and made no sense. So I can't really say that they are going to be a nine or ten win team with a really tough game against Iowa State, who's going to be one of the best teams in the country this year. Those two yeah. crossover games, and they have to travel to Madison. And then the rest of the Big Ten West, stuff just happens. I, I can't say that I can see them winning 9 or 10 until I see Spencer Peters take a step forward. Now, I like most of it is about him. I could be proven yeah. wrong if when they take the field, he's kind of like Mertz. Like, I think Mertz takes that big step. I don't know if Peters does. So if Iowa takes the field – and, and Petrus takes that step forward. The Iowa offense is good. Their run game's already going to be really good. Their defense is going to be good. So if, if Petrus is good, then, yeah, I could see them going over, but I'm not sold on it. So I like the under there. I would actually go the over for Iowa. I completely agree with you, though. Those first two weeks of the regular season, to have Indiana in that crossover game to start off their campaign and then Iowa State, both of those matchups, at least in my mind right now, as we get ready for the preseason AP poll in a couple of months, I think those will both be, at least on paper, top 15 matchups Which between is, both Iowa and Indiana and Iowa and Iowa State. Were you saying something? No, the I, pre, I was just going to say that the preseason AP poll continues to be the stupidest thing about college football. First off, we could actually get into that at a later date, but that doesn't really set the trend. I agree. It sets the trend. I'm if you start high in the AP poll and you lose early, you have a much better shot of being a college football playoff. And so those stupid. two polls don't necessarily work in conjunction, yet they do. And they it do. sets you up yeah. for a trend. I know. I know. They, I mean, they're not supposed yeah. to, but they do. Yeah, yeah. So I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, we're, we're anti-AP poll. Yeah, I'm an anti-poller. 
So you may disagree with both Ben and I, also named Ben, about our team win totals and our perspectives of who's going over and who's going under across the Big Ten Conference. You may also agree or disagree with us when it comes to what your favorite flavor of Built Bar is. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor and those nine delicious flavors they have on regular rotation are as follows. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. My favorite flavor is peanut butter brownie. Do you agree or disagree? Would you take the over or the under? I would take the over on how many of my favorite flavors I technically have on Built Bar because I take the over of nine because I love the limited time occasional flavors as well. All of the flavors are my favorite in some form or fashion. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box at BuiltBar.com where you'll get two of each of those nine flavors. And on top of all of how great they taste, they're also incredibly healthy for you. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15. 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Summer is big B1G back, backwards hats, big 10 team win totals, all that as we finish out our episode with the co-host of Locked On Badgers, Ben Kenny. Okay, that's fair enough. You can take that stand. But I actually do think that Iowa will go over because I think they're Two hardest crossovers, of course. Indiana to start off the year. That could be a toss-up in my mind right now. Penn State is at home. A couple of their Big Ten games outside of Wisconsin are at home when you have Purdue at home, Minnesota at home, Illinois at home. I think it sets up rather favorably for Iowa that even if they were to lose against Indiana and maybe even against Iowa State, I would take this – well, that might be a little tough. If they can split that, I go over. But I think they can go over. But you bring up a great point about Spencer Petras. I mean, his own yeah. wide receivers – and Tyrone Tracy mentioned this during spring camp that he was like, it's been night and day how much better because last year it was bad. He kind of like threw him under the bus while also building him back up saying mm-hmm. that he would miss some throws that were just like, whoa, but now he's actually putting the ball where he needs to be putting it. So you're pretty much saying that he has taken the steps that you would want to see at least initially, but that Iowa offense also returned a lot. When you look at Tyler Goodson coming back, who was one of the best running backs in the big 10 conference. So I would go the over of Iowa just in slight disagreement with you, but you're a Wisconsin Badger. And I do think, though, sure. that game against Wisconsin, what is it, Halloween weekend? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Halloween weekend in Madison. That'll, that's going to define – that's going to yeah. decide the Big Ten West, I think. 100%. 100%. Because, because even if – you're talking about over-unders, and they're weighed heavily for each team by their out-of-conference games and, and how they play in those. In terms of straight yeah. Big Ten, like that game will probably decide the West. Because Wisconsin yeah. goes to Minnesota to, to close the year – and I'm not that high on Minnesota, even though they yeah. learn how to play defense. I think they can be good uh, if they if they remember that that side of the football exists. Um, but 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 yeah, I think that game ends up deciding the West. I completely agree with you, and you transition me very well into my under, and that is the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Mm-hmm. And I will say this as I am pulling up some stats right now to back up Andrew the defense Crow. that was abysmal last year. What are you saying? can't hear you. What? No, no. I, okay. I said you picked a good time to slander Minnesota. I mean, you. I do have one of the co-hosts, of course, of Locked On Badgers on the show. And listen, I'm not quite slandering Minnesota. Oh. Their team win total is set at seven. I think they go under that. I still think they could be bowl eligible, but they go under that. And when you look at Minnesota last year and you look at that defense, 
It was awful, especially in the ground game. The third to worst defense in the Big Ten Conference last year, allowing over 207 yards rushing per, per game last year in the Big Ten Conference. They were pretty, pretty awful. And when you look at that team, until the defense does more this upcoming year, I have to go under. I believe in Tanner Morgan to a slight extent. I believe in Mo Ibrahim to a much larger extent. I think Chris Ottman-Bell has some pieces in place to make that offense look more like it did in 2019 than what it did in 2020. I think Tanner Morgan will at least get back to a level of consistency and efficiency that we're more accustomed to. But I still believe that defense, until they prove to me otherwise, I have a lot of concerns. And I know a lot of them were young last year. They might have not expected to play, but in the COVID season where they had a lot of opt-outs and they needed to fill some holes early on, that they gained that experience last year. Maybe that translates to better success in 2021. But until I see that, I can't think this team is going to go over or even push their total. I don't think this is an eight-win team right now. Could they go seven and five and push that team win total? Possibly. But I think the safer bet is the under, even if that means bowl eligibility for P.J. Fleck and company. That's still not a bad, bad season, in my opinion. As I look at the schedule for Minnesota right now, to start off on a Thursday night against Ohio State, you're going to chalk that up to a loss. Miami of Ohio, that should be a win for Minnesota, but a MAC opponent. Then you have Colorado on the road. Colorado was supposed to play in the Pac-12 title game last year, except for some COVID. So they played at a pretty high level as well. Bowling Green, another MAC team. And then you look at their Big Ten portion. They go on the road at Iowa, on the road at Indiana in the crossover, on the road at Northwestern. So some teams in there that I think you can find five or six losses pretty easily for Minnesota and a couple of games that might be a toss-up going 50-50 against opponents like Nebraska and Purdue at the moment. I would lean the under, and this is not a huge shot at Minnesota. It's just I need to see that defense be a lot better than what it was last year to give me any kind of faith and confidence they could go over or at least push that team win total. Yeah, Ben, they made Garrett Groshek last year look like Ron Dane. Dude, in, in, you remember that, that one play? He like literally took it for was like a 55-yard yeah. touchdown. He literally stayed on the hash mark. He ran like a straight line and was not touched. <laughs> I know. And that's just like – that's not even like, oh, Wisconsin just bullied them. Like they didn't get a hand on the guy. It was wild. Yeah, I, well, I think there was a good pull by the left guard. But, yeah, yeah no, that was, that was – I was in the middle of tweeting that, that meme where it's like – you have a player and then the glasses, like the cleaning glasses, and then uh, another player for Groshek to Ron Dane. Um, but then that's when Wisconsin ended up hitting the game-winning field goal and winning, so I couldn't post it. Um, well, but, but, it would yeah, killed. Hey, it hey, killed. Hey, Minnesota wins six games. They can make championship rings about making a bowl game. <laughs> there he is. One of the co-hosts of Locked On Badgers, Ben Kenny, ending it with that. When I look at the East, by the way, for a couple of unders, I think Indiana is maybe susceptible to it because they are at eight wins and their total or their juice, by the way, on the under is minus 150. I think Indiana is more talented than that. Obviously, you know my take on all this stuff. Michigan at seven and a half. If Michigan goes under seven and a half, I would not be shocked. I would still think they're probably more of an eight-win team. Really across the board, I'm pretty cool with what Bet Online set, where I'd push a lot of them or go over. I, these are really the kind of the unders that I feel, and I would go over the team that you set the under for at Iowa. So, I, yeah, you know, the, go ahead. The East, the East is just weird because, especially this year, because so much of the East is going to be defined by whether Penn State and Michigan can rebound. Because you know, yeah. Ohio State and Indiana are going to be good, and they're going to be battling close to the top. But it's right. really like if Penn State and Michigan are are they rebound and they're good again. Then the rest yeah. of those teams, the Rutgers, then the Maryland's, then they're going to struggle more because those are two losses or maybe yeah. one-on-one. But if Penn State and Michigan struggle again, which I don't think they will, 
that totally changes everything. So Completely. yeah, it, it's weird. The West, you you feel like you have a much better idea of the layout mm-hmm. compared to the East, where so much is up in. Like it, it just like if Penn State is back, then then that division changes. Right, and Penn State's team win total set at nine. I would say is a push right now in my mind, but you're right. The Big Ten East has so much of where you try to get people back up there, and if that's the case, then does that knock off Indiana? Does that make it harder for Michigan State? Do they find themselves in the bottom half of that division? Uh Uh-oh, that's my home phone. Give me one second. (laughs) This happens now that I'm back at my parents' home. Hello? Yeah, I'll tell them. Thanks. All right. Um, So, anyway – that's a good time that's to wrap up this edition of Locked On Big Ten. If you were watching that on YouTube, you got to see a live home phone pickup between Ben Stevens and Ben Kenny. But that's how we finish things off. Ben Kenny, you know, I have the to co-host. show something. Wait, wait please. Yeah, wait, I have to show something to the crowd. So I'm a Big okay. Xers fan, right? And yeah, you are. They obviously lost really uh, to, to the Hawks today. That sucked. Um, sitting on my desk now. I don't have. I, I don't want to set up like you with the stuff behind me. But sitting on my right. desk, the next to my computer is a 2000 and I don't know what year this was, for Kyle Korver bobblehead that, right. that he did not let get released um, because he looks really stupid. But yeah. my dad found it for me for like one of my birthdays a couple years ago. So this is on my he dad. Also, I wish he could be in like all my podcasts, you know? Yeah, he also looks like kind of green in color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Kyle Korver, you know why he went to college? I have to wrap. Creighton. Yeah, Creighton. Big 10 adjacent He's in a way because player. of Omaha, Nebraska. What? He's my favorite player ever. Hell yeah. So, Omaha. Yeah. Somewhere in middle Not America. Sure ben Kenny, that was a beautiful way to end this show with a guy that has nothing to do with the Big Ten Conference, but we try to relate it back anyway in the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Kenny, one of the co-hosts of Locked On Badgers, bringing us the overs and unders today for the Big Ten team win totals. Ben, as always, I appreciate your time. Thanks for inspiring the backwards hat look we have going today. Yeah, we'll see how deep the tan line gets by July. So many thanks to my guy, Ben Kenny, one of the co-hosts of Locked On Badgers, along with our good friend, Asher Lowe, for coming on today's episode and giving us his perspective on what Big Ten football teams might go over their posted team win total on Bet Online, or might go under that posted team win total on Bet Online. If you want news outside of the Big Ten Conference, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with a Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Coming up the rest of the week, don't forget, programming note as we get into the summer months here, Locked On Big Ten is now just three times a week, Monday, today, Wednesday, and Friday. So coming up in a couple of days, we'll probably talk some Big Ten football, continue our look ahead to the 2021 college football season, maybe with a new name and a new face who might provide an even uniquer outlook. We will see about that coming up on Wednesday. Until we get to Wednesday, have a splendid couple of days.